0: His echoes boom throughout all the oceans of the world. That is what Wally the Whale is capable of doing. The largest, the toughest and the meanest of them all, he is known across the seas. You can tell who he is by the scar on his head, distinct in its shape. It was from a coral reef when the whale was young, headbutting into it during a fit of rage. But that won't stop the whale, nothing will. The fish are in awe of his size, and the predators are afraid. Well, at least the ones known. Everyone harbors a deep respect for him, his size and his immense power. But there laid nothing at the end of the road, and there is nothing more to him now than just existing. Wally found no equal and floated. Until... Episode 15 Wally and the Deep Welcome to the Tempered Fables My name is N.T. Clover Come, sit by the fire Let me tell you a story It was an echo, but rather the sound of another whale's. it sounded more like a howl, something unnatural within the ocean. Wally was shaken to the core. There were two things that surprised him, and the other sea life. One, the size of the howl. You could tell from the volume. It was just as equal as Wally, or even more. And two, where it came from. In this corner of the ocean, the fish told tales of monsters and folk tales. Schools of children would hide behind their reefs hearing those tales, and there were rumors of predators becoming prey if they get too close. There is a large wall of coral reef that prevents anyone from crossing. It wasn't natural, but piled up to the surface, as if to protect them from something. But is it made to protect them? or to prevent them from getting close. The howl was more distinct closer to the coral reef wall, as if teeth are rattling to fins and the echoes of a carapace that seemed metallic. These are not sounds that any known sea creature can make, any known sea creature. And Wally knows all. Wally knows of the sea creatures around the world, but wonders how do we know what we cannot see, and how will we protect ourselves from something so unknown? This is how he justified himself as he approached the large wall for the people. In reality, it is fear that spoke inside of him, and it is fear that made the thoughts in his mind, and it is fear that pierced his ego. For there can never be anything greater and more powerful than Wali. There were warnings from other fish, the other whales, the other predators. It didn't matter if it was the eldest of whales or the most beautiful. All of their cries met deaf ears. Wally only heard one thing. It kept repeating at strange intervals and became stronger as Wally swam right to the wall. Behind him, the sharks, the orcas, the feared creatures cowered behind debris. The corals were shaking, like an earthquake to a towering building. As it rattled, pieces of coral fell off into the deep dark. You could smell the fear in the water. Wally's was contained. He needed to look big and strong in front of the others. He was the toughest of them all, after all. Nothing can stop him. To prove that, he needs to confront the source of that noise... A gaping hole was left in the wall where Wally charged through. Bits of coral flew everywhere, and the other sea creatures panicked. None of them followed him. They weren't as strong or brave. But Wally was fine. He relied on his size to intimidate anything, anyways. But there was nothing to face, as it was dark. Strange. Complete unnatural darkness right past the coral wall. No sunlight went through this side from the surface. It came from below. Wally, representing the seas, ventured deeper, supposedly unafraid, though that feeling disappeared when he noticed weird unnatural movements in the distance. They were all around him. It didn't look like a fish or a shark or a whale. But he couldn't tell what they were, those moving shadows. Deeper, deeper, deeper. This was a large hole in the sea. Wally went further in. But there was something at the end of the line, and Wally was staring right at it. The abyss looked back. In the dark, the twitch of bright red eyes looked towards the small visitor. It scuttled left, right and across, revealing the outline of a large grotesque mouth in the center. The source of the howl, the Dark God. The red eyes multiplied and the mouth gaped open to reveal thousands of ravaging teeth. The mouth was already greater in size than Wally himself. The movements around him, pitch-black tentacles whipping back and forth in the ocean, hundreds of them, and they surrounded him. The dark god spoke. Welcome, little one. Welcome to my feast. The howl, the image, the horror made him afraid. Wally was no longer the strongest of his people. He is now the most afraid. He has seen the deep dark. Wally started to turn around. Where are you going little one? The feast is starting. The poor little whale swam to the wall in the distance. In the rush he noticed why no sunlight came through the surface. There were millions of sea creatures, as black as night, circling at the top of the water. They resembled evils, but not the likes of anything we have seen. Their eyes were glowing, and they had teeth that resembled those of the deep, dark below. They could rip through anything alive past the wall. The wall. It made sense. This thing was an enemy of nature. That's why the wall was built. And Wally tore it open. As he reached the hole, the corals became an obstacle. Pieces stuck out to block his way, delaying his escape. It was more than enough for a tentacle to grip him by the tail. Freeze! The frenzy had started, and the dark swam towards him. The spawn ripped at his flesh, pulling him by the bones, cutting through his fat. Poor, poor Wally. As the wail echoed in pain, he numbed for all he saw was fear from both sides of the world. The fish were running, the predators gone, and only panic and survival was left. They had unleashed evil due to fear, curiosity, and ego. His echoing pain boomed throughout all the oceans of the world. Wally the whale served as a warning, a warning of evil. The walls were there for a reason. The walls were there to protect and to prevent. They exist. The deep dark will consume you if you face it unprepared. And that is the end of the tale. Until next time, friend. I'll be waiting by the fire. Hello there, Norman here. Here is to another strange horror-like fictional story that I made of Wally the Whale. Maybe you can start taking guesses as to where I got the inspiration from. (laughs) So one of the things that I like to do when I write a story is to do something called the COT game, the character object theme game. It's a game to get my creative juices going or something I like to call the creative engine going because you want to keep it running whenever you do something creative, so you practice. So this is one game that I invented. The game is pretty simple. You choose a character, you choose an object, and you choose a theme. And this time the character is a whale. And I was trying to think of a name for the whale. I just decided to uh, pronounce the word differently. Becoming Wally. The object is the deep, dark ocean and corals. And the theme is uh, curiosity. You know, what happens if... uh, whale goes too deep too far deep down into the uh dark some inspiration to help push through with this story i recently gained this uh this book called the explorer's sketchbooks i think that's the actual proper name it's a collection of different sketchbooks and journals from explorers of different times and it's really fascinating i love these kinds of things one of them was journals by an explorer named William Beebe, who has ventured into the deep dark using a some sort of submarine, and had an artist draw sketches of the creatures that he has d- described throughout his adventures in the deep dark. So I've seen those sketches and. Yeah, that was the imagery behind the creatures. Another thing is uh, the concept of Cthulhu. So some Lovecraft influence in there. And the uh, character Omnicron from the 1986 Transformers cartoon movie, where it'll consume anything and everything. I meshed those two together to make a Dark God. So yeah. (laughs) The last part was uh, Laboon from One Piece. Who is a whale that grows really large and has scars on his head from ramming into a wall too much? I, I don't know why. The image came up to me when I made Wally. So I pictured Laboon going into the deep dark and getting eaten by Cthulhu. <laughs> and yeah, that's pretty much it. It's a quick one. Nothing more than that. Nothing uh, too. Deep, uh, did you get the pun? I'm sorry. I'll I'll stop here. (laughs) All right. I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this one. And bye-bye. If you'd like to keep up to date on the latest information, do check out temperedfables.com. Alternatively, you can also check out our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Episodes are released every Monday and Friday. This podcast is hosted, created, and narrated by Norman T. Cello. During the day, he's a freelance writer and speaker. And during the night, he makes stories. He also does voice acting. For commercials, audiobooks, and other real-world things. For more information, do check out normanchella.com. Sound effects are obtained from zapsplat.com. Hey there, just letting you know that some songs are used under the Creative Commons license and are obtained from Kevin McLeod of incompetech.com. Anguish. And that's it. Check it out at incompetech.com. Thanks, Kevin.